truth of what happens is, as children grow up, we start to educate them progressively from the waist up. And then we focus on their heads, and slightly to one side. I think in the old days, you know, you were better off. Because nowadays, they're all specialists. Everyone's becoming better and better, and less and less. And eventually, someone's going to be superb and nothing. Our education system has mined our minds in the way that we strip-mined the earth for a particular commodity. And for the future, it won't serve us. We have to rethink the fundamental principles on which we're educating our children. We're not here to tell everybody that they're wrong and we're right. We're not saying that we have all the answers, but um, we'd like to present a different way of looking at it. Many people listening yeah. would maybe think for a minute of themselves, husband and wife, doing what you're doing with kids and probably thinking after a couple of weeks we'd be pulling each other's hair out. Oh, yeah. I know possibly I would be. Yeah, I've, um, I've had people say that and they said, no, it will resolve, result in a homicide somewhere. Like, yeah. You know, it's like either one of the kids yeah. is going to die or one of us is going to die. You know, they, they say that themselves, <laughs> like, we don't have the patience or the ability to do this, you know. So it's been said before. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can understand. And again, hats off to you if I had a hat on. I think you're doing a wonderful job because it's not for everyone and I think you've yeah. got to be very mature in, in your relationships and how you're able to... Because yeah. talk to me about challenges a minute because you must have had them, especially in the early days. Like, if I could say what were your top three challenges, would one of them be always being in the same place? Not, I know you intentionally spread out of the home, yeah. but in terms of yeah. you guys working as a husband and wife. Well, I think, um, you know, early on... We're a team, and we've always been a team from the time we met, you know, um, and in our family, especially having kids. Um, I had a full-time job. I was working as a professor at a university, and um, so it was very much a tag team effort. Um, so Mark would do school when I was at work, and then I would come home and take over. And That's a challenge, right? That, so that was, was a huge challenge, and it was time, and, you know, we would spend five minutes at the door. I'm like, what did you get done with the kids today? this oh, morning yeah. okay, and that yeah. was that was really challenging yeah. I think at that stage in our life I wouldn't want to go back and do that again. i got to say yeah. I feel like at the moment with three kids and another one on the way I know yeah. those quick two minute management meetings exactly. where you, yeah, you go down there and you can't yeah, what happened where are we up to as we yeah. hand over and you know, see like, you sometime soon my yeah, wife. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. so that was really challenging early on um, I think we moved to Zhuhai in South China um, a few years ago, mm. three years ago, and I stopped working full time. I think because their level of school at the moment is very demanding. And I think that's one of the challenges right. because now we're getting into not just teaching them to read and write, we're getting into trigonometry and chemistry. and. Um, the history in English is fine, but the, the subjects are getting more intense um, in terms of uh, level of difficulty. Um, thankfully, Mark can handle the math. For now. <laughs> For now. For now. <laughs> um, but obviously, it's getting more challenging in terms of high school subjects and yeah. getting ready for university subjects. I think that's our current challenge. Um, as far as time management, I think we're doing really well at the moment. It is hard as one person. So if Mark's away, you know, for a week or two yeah. weeks or three weeks, if he's traveling with his job, then I'm by myself. I think that's a little bit more challenging I imagine, yeah. because I have um, 
I have, you know, just housework and all those things, but also managing the school situation. So that's challenging, but it is doable. You know, I give myself a lot of grace. I think as a parent mm. and as a homeschooling mom, you know, some days you get all the subjects done. Some days you get five done. <laughs> and that's okay. You know, it is okay. It is. And it is. As far as, and, that, and I just, I know that for myself. And, you know, we try to get subjects done. Some weeks, you know, where I'm sick, I have a cold, or the kids are sick, or, you know, things just aren't going well for whatever reason and so you just have to give yourself so much grace and say okay we'll do better next week and I think that's that's why I keep the record books so I'm like okay what if we sure. what have we achieved what what what's slacking you know where are we where do we need to step up our game um, and and do it that way I think there's so much grace there's so much we have to give each other a lot of grace too and um, give each other space um, you know, we're together a lot, but um, we're very much a team. We always have been, and um, we love homeschooling. I wouldn't trade it for anything. We, the kids don't have issues with bullies and <laughs> oh. other things like that that yeah. a lot of kids I in school not, today no. face. No. Um, so it's a very, I love that our schooling situation is very relaxed, and they don't have all the pressures of testing. And, um, you know, um, We'll leave that until they have to when they enter the system. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They will have to do that at some stage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we all do. You know, everybody does. But at this stage, it's just because we love learning. And, yeah. and we're giving them great foundations um, in values, in education, and, you know, they're, they're all doing really well. Yeah, and, I, um, and they're really well adjusted. So the social aspect is not a problem. We... We intentionally seek out relationships with other families, with other kids, with other adults. Um, they got to recently, not a, a little while back, um, visit a guy here in Dubai who has a robotics company. And he took them on a private tour of his robotics company. Fantastic. And, and he gave them um, an Arduino set to do their own coding. You know, I'm like, that's so cool, like field trips. And um, we intentionally do those kinds of things so that... Um, you know, do so they have a, just a variety of experiences? Yeah, no, so there's a lot of planning. You don't just. I mean, can I just have a look at this book? Yeah, do you, yeah, yeah. Do you mind? And one thing that comes into my mind again is technology today. Obviously. Yes. How do you? Because what I'm thinking is, you've heard of Khan Academy. Yes. Now that would be brilliant. I mean, he's we love brilliant Khan Academy. for them when they learn the higher level. Oh, it, it's already there for right, them. Okay. I, so, I've referred to that more than yeah. once. And um, there's stuff that I learned in high school that I haven't used, and particularly in high school math that I haven't used since, since I graduated and left the gates um, of high school. And I'm looking at it again going, how do we do this? You know, how do we yeah. do so permutation? What else we even yeah. permutation? We Look on Khan Academy. Five minutes later, I've thought, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah okay. where, was, where was he this when I had a teacher at high school? Because yeah. this is even better than brilliant. It is brilliant. So we, we do refer to things like that. And, and I, I look back and go, how do people used to do this 20 years ago? when we didn't have all these online resources because sometimes we're stuck on something or we're, we're looking for resources and there's just a whole plethora of stuff that's out there that um, probably 20 years ago you, you, you went to the library I guess yeah, or you'd talk with somebody that, that was a, if they're kind enough to have time to, to uh, help you with something so. can, I, can I just read, this is from one of your the planning page, if I, if I can just go yeah, down so go we've got it. Luke um, 137, Psalm 148, that's obviously uh, yeah. religious studies. Yeah. Um, spelling, uh, math, pre algebra, 
art spaceship drawing that sounds good druid design droid design yes. um, a reading um, memories best news best news ever uh, workbook with Chinese science got questions from the from a book um, star of light reading uh, dancing MP how do you do team games <laughs> You can yeah. play your local homeschool, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> really, uh, this, this might be the, the, the downside. downside. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's a downside. downside. Here's one downside. We do just dance videos for uh, PE, or we do workout videos, or um, they do swimming, they love swimming and cycling and scootering. Just do something for physical activity. And so we don't have a gym or... You know, but we do have a pool, and so um, as long as they're doing something to be physically active, that counts for their PE. Give, give me the, the downside, because we've had one earlier, which was you need to intentionally seek out social experiences. Yes. Which, if you're organised, you can easily do, and yeah. it's yeah. working. Yeah. That's one challenge. Another challenge is what we just said, I completely forgot. It was um, team, sports. Up. team sports. Team sports. Yeah. Yep. Team what, sports. What, what, what else? Is there anything else? <laughs> uh, anything else? If you're sick, that's a bit of a bummer, isn't it? It is a bit sick. And, and, and as Misty said, we you know sometimes there's some weeks stuff is just happening, and it's like it doesn't. School doesn't happen, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> and so um, school's not happening today. <laughs> sorry, it's like exactly. It's Wait. just like we're, we've got a well, this happening. Dad's <laughs> out. Mum's sick. You know. But like they're independent learners, are aren't they? They are independent At learners. At this stage, and so, they are. And yeah. so, as Misty said, we've got to give ourselves a lot of grace. And there's sometimes yeah. where, you know, we've got things happening, uh, travel or something that's going to interrupt. You know, the, the nice thing of doing homeschool is we're not set to the term starts on, you know, August the 23rd and finishes, you know, December, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we've at times found ourselves, um, you know, um, shifting and doing school around what works for us and um, for us with Chinese New Year whenever we've been here everybody's gone away it's pretty dead we're sitting in the side of the apartment it's cold outside and we're like well let's just do school you know and so we didn't um, take a break so we didn't take a break at Chinese New Year this year so we, do we, did. Holidays, then, huh? we do have holidays and this has been the nice thing of it we um, and so in April of this year Mark's parents had their 60th wedding anniversary and so what we did was we took um, three three weeks off in the middle of April <laughs> to go to New Zealand mm. um, and spend time with Mark's parents for their 60th wedding anniversary. Wonderful, man. But we worked, you know, all during Chinese New Year when the kids here were okay. having a school break. Um, summer holidays, like we're still, um, we're still doing, we're doing a shared back school schedule at the moment um, because we're getting ready to move. Um, so we're doing all subjects um, except for Chinese and science. Um, so we're just doing a little bit of a, it's summer, so okay. we're spending a little bit more time at the pool and um, a little... Well, so we know at the same time still, that yeah. when we do make the move, you know, it's, school's probably not going to happen because everything's going to be in boxes, yeah. suitcases, whatever. And, you know, there's going to be a period of time of getting reset up that there will be a break of one or two weeks or yeah, whatever. Flexible school calendar. So there's a so flexible school calendar, flexible. exactly. And, um, but I think in the end of the day, we probably do more, more school yeah. days than a traditional imagine. school yeah. would do. For but, sure. But we like it. We, I mean, we continue with the kids that all love to read. And so we keep with our reading program all year round. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's something, um, math, we try to keep up with math. Math, I think that um, if you stop math, 
for like two or three months, oh. and then you try to pick back up. Trust, I know There's something about that. happens yeah. in your mind that you, yeah, exactly. It's like, easier to keep going than to stop math. But you can do. I know how to add fractions, multiply, but you forget the rules. Absolutely, absolutely. And then it's easy, isn't it? And then you're like, long division. I did this a few weeks ago. What what happened? (laughs) It helps to keep going with me. I was thinking you don't really have holidays, though, because when it's holiday, you're still with the same... Do you know what I mean? You'll go on holiday with... So it's school... Right. We can take breaks at different times in the year. So it's really good for travel in terms of, you know, if we want to head off to, I don't know, Japan in the middle of September. School is closed for a week. School is closed for a week. Exactly. Let's go. So I think that's another benefit as well. But I'm sure, sorry, just being teachers uh, all the time with the children, when you go away on holiday to Japan and you're going out to a museum, it just naturally becomes a field trip in a way anyway, doesn't it? I mean, isn't that as parents, well, we don't yeah. just leave it. Yeah, it does. It's, so I mean, it's, it's a field trip for us as well. Like, yeah. we're, we're learning things and yeah. seeing things and encountering things that we haven't seen. We're going, kids, look at this. You know, let's get understanding what's happening here, you know? Um, so, yeah. I mean, we're, we're quite enthusiastic when we travel about learning about where we're going and, you know, learning the language. If we're going to Thailand, you know, we try to learn a little bit of Thai or whatever. Thai, yeah. or, uh, for wherever we're going, you know, we try to learn a little bit, read a little bit, understand where we're going, understand the people, understand the culture. I mean, that's one of our values. And so I think that wherever we go, we take that with us. I want to, if you don't mind, bring in the children, the students of yep. the school. Um, we've got Sarah and, and, and Luke and Ryan. And first of all, so have they all been homeschooled all the way? Yes. Yeah, that's right, yeah? Okay, so this is... From this the is my, time they were three or four years old. So you're my first students that have been completely homeschooled that I've ever met. So that's quite something. Yep. That's cool. Uh, maybe as, as the world evolves more, that will change. Um, so let's let's start. If I don't mind, I'd ask you a few questions. Because uh, I can't ask the question, what's homeschool like compared to mainstream school? That's correct. Because they don't, know. they don't know. But you obviously know about schools, mainstream schools, and, and the differences. Is there anything in particular that you kind of would appreciate at your homeschool that you can't have because... You know, you're in a homeschool situation. Is there anything like that that you kind of think about? Not really. I think that we just enjoy homeschool, just always. Okay. There's nothing I would change. No, no nothing. No, in, in normal school that you think, oh, I wish we could. Nope, nothing. Not like what about what about <laughs> the team games? Though, do you not sometimes wish you could do sports day or? I guess if you've never done it, you wouldn't think about it. You don't miss it. Yeah. Yes. Nope. Sounds painful. Sounds painful. Okay. How about this? When Mum used to do afternoon school, or was it the other way around? And Dad used to do morning school. Which? Do you remember that in Beijing? What, what, what was your most enjoyable time of the day? Was it was it with Dad or was it with Mum? Oh, I'm being controversial here, aren't I? I would say noon. Noon. Uh, when they're crossing Lunch. over. Yes. <laughs> He likes food, so anytime there's a break for food, he's down for that. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys cook together, or is it just mum's job or dad's job? How does just going off on one there? I'm the primary cook. Okay. Yeah. Mark is the sous chef. Yeah. Sous I mean, chef. obviously, yeah. chop yeah. those carrots up. <laughs> when, when Misty's traveling away on work, uh, training, and whatever, she's you know, I take on the responsibility of cooking and 
Um, the He's apparently a, quite a good cook because when I'm traveling for work, the kids are saying, oh, mom, mom, dad made this amazing dish. Hey. And I'm like, why doesn't he cook when I'm around? So it's only when but, I'm away. Uh, that... This might be another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about you, Sarah, um, in terms of who do you gravitate to? I mean, I'm sure you like both as teachers, but they've got different styles, right? Yes. So which, you're more morning with dad or a mum afternoon? Um, usually dad just helps me with math and science. Mum does it primarily. All the other subjects. Yes. Especially grammar does, yeah. Dad isn't good at with grammar. Okay. And English. Well, I could tell that from the day I met him. Let's get out of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think we're done now. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Luke? You, you, you have any favorite teacher in your school? I mean, you only have two, but... I like them both. There you equally. go. No, that's yes. okay. Thank but you. Dad is help, more helpful at the moment with math. Yes, way more helpful. He's way more helpful than mom with uh, trigonometry. Trigonometry. Sure. Now, what about technology? Because my boys, you know, they always want to go on the iPads and stuff like that. Does do you get to use? Are you allowed? To, do you have a mobile phone? Do you have cell phones? No, not it's not allowed, right? Well, it's not allowed. Allowed this. Because they're not going away from our home, we're right, yeah, yeah. there's, there's not the same need. need for, okay, so iPads, uh, you have iPads? Mm, we play on moms. Okay, so you have one iPad. We have two iPads. Okay, yeah. computer games? Yes. In terms of what, uh, what do you have? We make our own. Okay, yes, you do coding. They do coding. Yes. yes. Coding with Scratch. Yeah, Scratch is a good yeah. one, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, I've heard about that. So, can, as a parent to parent with kids, they obviously, they're really into using technology. And that shouldn't be stopped. But what it's there's got to be a fine is a balance, isn't it? And like my boys, they'd do it all day if they were allowed. Right. And what I find is if they've been on it too long, they, they shut down some faculties of the brain. When you speak to them, it's like they're not there. You almost need to shake them to wake them up. So how do you deal with that? Have you had to deal with that? Yeah, so we have limits on the use of technology. Uh -huh. So they are allowed um, 20 minutes on the iPad for games. 20 minutes? For playing. Can we do 20 minutes? We can. Yep. Can't build anything in Minecraft and you can. We don't do Minecraft. And then, but they can go also online um, for art tutorials. They use um, the computer for art tutorials okay. every day. Uh, they also have 20 minutes either going online, doing scratch, or listening to music. So um, so that's an extra 20 minutes. So we have 20 minutes for games, and then we have 20 minutes for scratch. Each day. Each day. Yes. So that's a total of 40 minutes that they can be on a device. Um, Plus TV. And then, I mean, oh, TV. TV, TV, TV is extra. Yeah. I mean, yes. Extra. Alistair, would you rather, if I could give you only one thing, TV or iPad, what would you take? iPad. Because you can watch TV on the iPad. <laughs> you can't watch TV on the iPad, okay? That's, I'm taking that out. Yep. So what would it be? I would no, I say... See, he's thinking. This T is a tough one. TV. TV, okay. TV. okay. TV. Still iPad. Okay, iPad. iPad. You'll go for the iPad as well. Okay. Yeah. Two to one. <coughs> TV, TV's being thrown out next week. Democracy. We mostly said we have 20 minutes. It's a little bit flexible according to you know, different circumstances um, on that. But the, the interesting thing is they self-regulate that. They generally steal the kitchen timer, which kind of bugs mum. <laughs> like, where's my kitchen timer? And they set it themselves, you know, for, for a limit. And they self-regulate. There's never been any kind of arguing or, or complaining or whatever else. And... 
Um, because they're quite mature with that, we've got some flexibility as well. If you know um, they're really into something and needs to be more than twenty minutes or whatever, then there's a flexibility with that. But, but we they use are timers. Very, yeah, they, they timers they have a time, as a parent are your so. friend. So use a timer. We have a little kitchen timer, and they time themselves for um, iPad time. So they have a, a kitchen timer right beside them when their twenty minutes are up. They close close the iPad. Do you not? Do you not sometimes when you get into a game? And suddenly go. You're like, I wish I could have an extra twenty minutes. Does that happen? Um, no. Except for Ryan. Except for Ryan. He sometimes goes over. Yes. I sometimes go over. Have you worked out how to change the timer so it lasts longer? Yes, we do know. We know. We know. They have self-control. Okay. They're really good. They're really good. This is a big one. I think everyone would be thinking about this. You alluded earlier that in the early days, if you're going to do homeschooling, there's, you've got to be really quite strict. Do you remember this in the early years when you were young? It, it was quite strict? Did you have strict? No. no? It wasn't strict. No. It's about routine. Okay. And having a routine. So, you know, hey guys, we're starting school and you, um, and then you come around the dining room table or the you know, sit on the floor or whatever, and that's, this is school time. I think understanding what is school time and what is play time is, is two different things. And it's very difficult when you're in the same dimension. Yeah. And so you're in the same place, but what is school? They're not allowed to play on iPads and stuff until their schoolwork is done. And so um, that's after school is finished. Um, art and stuff we do first during the school day. Okay. Um, but they, they're not allowed to play on those other things until their schoolwork is done. And that's probably similar, you know, kids do their school during the day and then they come home and then they have, you know, their free time as well. So am I, in the beginning, I, don't, I wouldn't say that I'm strict, but I think we did have very well established, this is school time, this is when we do our subjects that we started um, our school day. I think that's very important if you're kind of like, oh, we'll get started sometime this morning, you know, and you're not kind of, Organized to start at a, at a, at a, a time, a target time. Um, you know, it could easily like, oh, it's eleven o'clock. Where did the time go? Or it's two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, we should do some school. You know, um, and that's not going to help be helpful for anybody if that's the you know you like Misty said. The routines really help us saying, okay, we're aiming for nine o'clock. If it starts at ten past nine, or people are starting earlier, ten minutes to eight thirty. Everybody's all happy and ready to go. Um, but you know, you've got that that. This is our point, this is what we do, this is our work uh, time. And then later, once we've got our work done, and sometimes at work, no school can be done quite a bit earlier, there's a lot more flexibility for right. us to yeah. hit the swimming pool earlier or, or get out and do other things, see people, whatever else. But it's, if you don't have that routine and that commitment, um, and you kind of leave it all kind of lazy and it'll happen whenever it's happened, it probably is not going to happen. Yeah. No. Sarah gets up at 7.30, she sets her clock for 7.30, and then she often has several subjects done before breakfast even. So she's very disciplined and very good at getting her stuff done. Yep. And, you know, before we've even had breakfast, she's like, oh, Mom, I'm already done with grammar and reading. And, and so they know what subjects need to be done every day, and so sometimes they're quicker than 9 o'clock. You know, she's up... You know, she's already done four subjects before breakfast even. So, I mean, they're really good 
at this stage being independent learners and just getting onto their stuff and yeah that's massive i think for homeschooling yeah. that the, the creation of independent learners i, I just think it's an essential skill yeah um your um what i wanted to uh, ask you i've completely and utterly forgot oh yes um, i'm sure you're about to say it's never happened because everything just seems so perfect <laughs> um if i might add uh, have you ever had any discipline issues um i won't say the word detention that's completely wrong but yeah have you had any issues with having to deal with behavior from an aspect of in a school although the school's quite small. Um, how does that work? I mean, when they were little, obviously we had tantrums and you know things like any family does. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had a timeout chair, you know, time that- Timeout chair. Um, or naughty corner, you yeah. know, and we would go sit in the naughty corner. Um, my naughty corner was a little chair or sit against the wall, you know, and have a timeout. And just like any other family, you know, I, we're a normal family, I think if you, spend any time with us at all you'll realize okay they're really normal um just a normal family um mark one time we would put um the kids in the naughty corner for however minutes their age is and so when they were three they had to sit there for three minutes when they were four they had to sit there for four minutes so the kids always okay. joke if we had to put dad in you know would he have to sit there for 40 minutes or <laughs> 40 minutes in the timeout chair yeah. Yeah. You, you, yeah. one minute for each year of your age you, um, oh there we go I've been there and I'm like oh good I've got a long time to myself a long time like, to no, no that's here. not the point <laughs> do, um, do, you do, do you have morning assemblies no no, no. We, we, you know, we, we there is time that we do get together and that's either for the music side of things or as Misty said for reading or whatever else okay. um, and we you know this advantage is um, you know, when we are all together I'm not traveling working or whatever else you know we we make a point of eating our, our meals together and if there's stuff to communicate we communicate you know, we're all together yeah. you know yeah, um, family meeting. Family meeting. So, um, you know, sometimes we've got things to communicate that's going on. Say, so, hey guys, you need to know this about you know your grandparents or whatever things, and or this is the plan. You know, of what we're going to do. We're going to go to here, or we're going to do this. So it's going to be different this week. Um, so it just happens naturally because we we have got that privilege of more frequently than not of sitting around a table having a meal together. Um. It's been an absolutely wonderful lunch. I, I've really enjoyed this. I hope you have as well. I, yes. I think our listeners will yes. too. Yeah, it's been a really good, uh, really, it's really interesting. I think, mean, guys, you, you're doing an amazing job. Thank you. I think the parents or, or kids or anyone listening, I, I think, will think the same. Now, I, I want to leave the listeners with something um, even more beneficial. And, and I want to, if, if they're maybe thinking about homeschooling as a serious thing, do you have any, are there any resources, any networks, groups that you would recommend to go to for that first port of call to get more information and stuff? I think the first thing is to find some other families who are homeschooling and right. talk to them um, because you need to know what you're getting into. Uh, you need to know um, what home, are there homeschooling groups, homeschooling cooperatives in your area that you can be a part yeah. of? Uh, that's really important. Um, because any Juhai, sorry, uh, any cooperative? There, there is a WeChat group of homeschooling okay. families. Um, oh, so there are others. There are, are others. others. There are others in Juhai who are homeschooling. Uh, we don't really meet on a 
weekly basis okay. or anything like that, but it is there for mutual support and there is resource sharing okay. uh, that happens on the WeChat group. Brilliant. Um, so that happens. Uh, so really talk to other people. Um, find sources for curriculum that um, you really like. For me, in the very beginning, um, we use a curriculum from the States, and for me, um, I loved it um, because it had, you know, week one, day one, this is what you do. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah. And so, for me, as a new homeschooling mom, I love that, okay, week one, day one, Monday, this is what you do. You read this, these pages to your, the kids and yeah. do this activity. Okay, got it. And, and in the beginning, I wasn't so confident as a homeschool mom, yeah. but to have that guide, it has an instructor's guide, um, things to be aware of, things to do with your kids, activities. And so I followed the instructor's guide quite religiously in the beginning. Well, I think most teachers do when they do something new, isn't it? When yeah. you're a new yeah. teacher, you yeah. know. Yeah. And so, But then as the years have passed, um, so we've been homeschooling 11 years now, um, now I don't really rely on the instructor's guide as much. I pull from all kinds of sources and resources and I have a rough guide, you know, like I know that these are the books they need to read yeah. and I know that these are the books that I need to read to them. Um, and so, but now I, I do a lot of pulling from, you know, a lot of, it's more eclectic. I think if you ask us what's our philosophy of homeschooling, it is school at home. Um, the Waldorf method is really literature based and the curriculum that we've used has very strong literature based mm -hmm. learning from literature living history learning about real people and real situations mm -hmm. um, we really like that earlier on it was more of a Montessori experiential okay. yep. learning at this level that they're at now in this age that they're at now we're not doing a lot of manipulatives yeah. and that kind of stuff we're doing more more a little bit more academic so um yeah, I think talk to people, find a curriculum that you feel confident teaching. I think that's really important. Um, seek out relationships with other families um, so that your kids don't miss out on relationships. Indeed, yeah. Um, you have to just be super intentional. Routines are important um, from the time that they were very young. Because um, we started homeschooling when they were three and four years old. So. They've always done homeschooling, and so they've never argued, I don't want to do school today. You know, it's just our normal. Um, it is possible, I want to say to people, it's possible that you can successfully educate your children. As parents, that's our biggest job, is to teach our yes. children everything. You know, yeah. from how to tie their shoes, how to eat, how to, you know, we help them learn how to walk, we help them yeah. with everything. And so, um, you know, teaching them school subjects is just another extension yeah. of that learning. Yeah. And so that's where we're at. And it's not hard in terms of, it is time consuming. And it is a commitment. It's a commitment as a family. It's a commitment, you know, to your kids. Um, it is, we, I think we've saved a lot of money. Financially, it's been good because... That's a good point to raise. Because international schools, you know, if you're living as an expat, is very expensive. And, you know, we pay maybe five or six hundred US dollars a year for all their books you know and for that's for three kids yeah, yeah. where if we were going to international school here it yeah, would be 
we all know. A crazy <laughs> amount of money. And so that's, I think it's helped our family financially. Right, yeah. Um, but it is, you know, another, but, you know, we, we, we are responsible for their education. And so I think that, you know, you have to decide if it's for you. It's not for everybody. Yeah. Personality-wise and, you know, uh, relationship-wise, it's not for everybody. So you have to decide if it's for your family. Mark, I'd like to bring you in in a minute, just yep. if anything that you'd like to say before we finish. But uh, one, if it wasn't for China, do you think you'd have done it? Because China was the environmental push, wasn't it? It was that made you want to do yeah. homeschooling. So, so China's actually been a big part of this experience. It, it has been a big part of our yeah. experience. You yeah. know? Um, and, and that's a good question. And I mean, as Misty said, when we got married and we hadn't had kids yet, the homeschooling wasn't even a consideration. We just kind of assumed I, I, I went to a normal school. Uh, Mr. You went through all the, the normal schooling systems in the States, so um, we've got positive experiences from that. It's not that we're opposed to the state thing. So if, if we had have, um, got married in New Zealand and lived there and things, would we have done things different? I don't know. Well, we, we, we may have, um, and then again, we may have come across homeschooling and, and chosen to do so. Yeah. So that's a theoretical question, really. Um, but yeah. China, China, the context of where we were in Beijing, the people around us that were doing homeschooling, um, different education choices, it became a very real option that we decided to give it a go. And you mentioned the finance bit, because again, I think a lot of people would be thinking, myself included, you might save money, but you can't work for financial benefit. What, what yep. I'm saying is, one of you has to work, right? Would That's I be correct. right in saying? Yeah. So there is that challenge to also, you guys would love to do it without having to do that, I yep. would imagine. But for all of us, we can't. So, that, so if anyone is going to homeschool, they are definitely, unless they've been endowed with a lot of um, money, yep. um, are going to have to work, bubble that with one of you at some time working. That's correct. We've been really blessed in that, um, so I was working full-time as a professor at a university in Beijing that worked for us. We made it work in the early years of homeschooling, but we knew that getting into this like middle school age, um, that it would require a lot more time. So so I stopped working. Um, now I work part-time. I work occasionally um, as a teacher trainer, which is awesome that we have the flexibility to do that. Um, Mark, we have a, he has a job where he can work from home, and so he um, yeah. so we've had um, currently we're in a job where he can work from home. That's perfect. And yeah. so um, that's awesome that you know one or both of us is there most of the time. Um, if I'm traveling, you know, with my job, um, so we do have income from jobs, uh, but we you know he can work from home and. Yeah. It's, it's, so there you you know, it de definitely you bring a point that if you know, people have um, aspirations for career, both have aspirations for career and both have aspirations for whatever goals financially and things and um, both working full time, work. there's going to be a sacrifice somewhere along yeah. the way and that, that's one of the real things. Is it basically means somebody's, somebody's going to be at home, whether it's tag team like we've got. Yeah. Um, or one person is working full-time, the other one is taking responsibility of education, then there is going to be a cost there along the way, and th those are personal family choices yeah. as to yeah. what people um, I mean, obviously, if both parents to. are in very high-powered full-time jobs where you have to be in an office all day long, then homeschooling is not going to work. No, no. You know, but if you have a work-from-home situation, 
where you can give time to it. It is time consuming. It takes a lot of time. It you know it takes up most of our day. <laughs> so you really you do need time at home to do it. And so if you have a more flexible job, um, then homeschooling is definitely it can be achieved. You know, and you can still be. Um, earn money, you know, working from home or, you know, a flexible job situation. Um, that's what we've done here. We've, yeah. We both work from home or travel occasionally and, um, yeah, we've made it work. That, that's good. That's, I think it's made it much, much clearer. I think to come out of the system or to, to, to create on the side of the system that, that we're yeah. in, you need to come out of the system in a sense. And part-time working and stuff is generally not yeah, or, really... Or if you've got one person who's got that full-time job that's you know quite intensive, the other person is taking the role of education, they're passionate about it, they love it, um, that's what they want to, to, to regard as their career uh, for this season of life, that it works, you know, so it doesn't have to be the same model as us where we're both... No, you know, could it be one? Could but it, it, be could, one? it could be yeah. one. Yeah. Um, for most homeschooling and, yeah. families we know, usually it's the mom... Is okay. the primary, yep. and you know, once in a while the dad can input, but he's mostly at work all the time. So go. usually yeah, you have one. Usually you have one parent that is the homeschooling parent, and the other person is working. Or um, so that's okay. In the field, yeah. you would be a bit unique. Then. We we that yeah, both of us are around, us? you know, and yes and no. I think yeah. that both parents. I mean, primarily it's me, you know, at the moment. Yes, and because he does travel a lot with his job, so. Um, he's not always around, so you know, whenever he's if he's at home, he helps, you know. Um, but I'm the primary at the moment, Mark. Yep, to finish, um, Misty gave some recommendations uh, about if we're ever thinking of maybe looking at homeschooling for the family. Anything you want to add on that? Um, are there any websites or anything like that that you read or not really? It's, um, I. I don't think there's any one specific uh, website out there. You, like anything on the internet, you're going to get both sides and all sorts of opinions and um, and meet different ideas of what homeschooling is going to look like as well. Um, but like Misty said, talk with people that are doing it. Um, that's the key thing. And, and that was the most helpful thing for us. It's like you know, meeting people in Beijing and that was the context we first came into and saying, look, we're thinking about doing this. How does it work for you guys? What do you What do you even do? You know, and yeah. kind of drawing from them. And then, do you think we could do that? And you know, just knowing who we are and kind of getting those ideas in there. And then um, uh, also finding that curriculum. And there's multiple different curriculums out there, and um, different countries, you know, with different language backgrounds as well. You know, we're we're in a this podcast in English and we're, we're from English speaking nations, but there's other nations in the world um, and languages that do. And have resources in, um, in homeschooling things. So you know, find out what's what's uh, there, and I guess also understand what um, what the requirements are of your home nation. If you're talking long term, of your kids returning back to your home nation, um, making sure your kids are there. Obviously, you're talking preschool or kindergarten level, then that's less of a concern. Yeah. Um, but if you've got older kids, then you, you want to, like we said earlier. Um, Give them the best opportunities and and get that um, qualifications um, that that are on offer relevant to where they want to go to school. So, um, I've got to get back to school. It's lunch is coming to an end. Do you have to get back to school? Being the school, lady, did you finish? We did do school this morning before okay. we came to this lunch. So, what subjects are left? You haven't done math yet. No. 
So we need to do math. To do. Right, Ryan's drawn a lovely picture here while we've been having lunch of Ninja Warriors. Yeah. Is that right? No. Superheroes. Oh, superheroes. 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 That one's got eight legs. That's, he looks pretty mean. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Ryan, you've got any lessons to catch up on today? What well, I need a... Need a... Well... Reading. 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 And spelling. Reading, Reading and spelling. Luke doesn't need to look at his timetable. He knows. What about what about you, Luke? Uh, I think I just have spelling left. Okay. Spelling. So they worked yeah. hard this morning. So uh, we're good. Yes. I always do math in the morning. Yeah, because his um, his brain, his math brain, is better in the morning. My brain's always better in the morning. Yes. <laughs> um, so what book are you reading there? The Babysitters Club. Oh, lovely, Scholastic. Enjoying it? Yes, sir. She yeah, loves wonderful. reading. Okay, well, thank you so much. Uh, It's been really great. And um, who knows, in the future, we may come back and and do another one and see how everything's going. But thank you very much. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. This is China Jedi, people. If you enjoy listening to the China Jedi podcast and want to get involved, either by asking a question, expressing your opinion, good or bad, light or dark, or even appearing as a special guest, then get in touch by emailing our team at info at chinajedi.com. That's info at chinajedi.com. May the smile be with you.